Hey guys, and welcome to the Alabama Freshwater Fishing Report presented by Great Days Outdoors Magazine, the first podcast to bring you the local fishing report for Alabama's lakes and rivers, whether it's good, bad, or ugly, presented by Great Days Outdoors Magazine. Are you looking for that one-of-a-kind Christmas or birthday gift? If so, head on over to greatdaysoutdoors.com and check out the best gifts for outdoorsmen for 2021. We've curated a bunch of unique ideas to help you find an awesome gift for the outdoorsmen on your list. Just head on over to greatdaysoutdoors.com slash best fishing gifts for outdoorsmen and check it out. And brought to you by Sun South. The work on your property never ends. Whether your work on the land includes mowing, tilling, planting, grading, drilling, hauling, or anything in between, come see us at SunSouth. We'll help you find the John Deere tractor that's right for you with the implements you need to get your project done faster, more efficiently, and more affordably. And right now at SunSouth, you can get 0% financing for 72 months on select John Deere tractors. SunSouth Equipment for those that do. Some restrictions may apply. See dealers for details and the offer expires November 30th, 2021. What's up guys? Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Brian Sand. Hope everybody is having a wonderful week in the great state of Alabama. Man, the weather, I don't know what it's going to do for the fishing. Can't wait to find out. Man, it's enjoyable to be outside right now. I know that. I love this time of year, the cool nights and then, uh, man, out there in shorts and a t-shirt today. So I don't know. It's good for us, but let's see how it does for the fishing. So let's get to segment number one, the Tennessee River with my man, Brad Whitehead. Brad, what's going on, brother? Man, I cannot complain. I'm actually sitting outside with a pair of shorts and a t-shirt on. I, I probably will be freezing in the morning, but these afternoons, now I do not like this daylight savings time. I, I do not it. like it one bit. I mean, can't I, we I just get past this daylight savings thing? I mean, when, when I can mean, we just be done with this? It makes no sense. We're not, kids are not getting out of school, farming in the fields, or whatever I, they did back then. It, it, we're living in 1910. I mean, that, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I'm gonna leave out. I'm gonna get you to petition for that, Brad. Well, you can start a start a <laughs> movement, man. I'll get behind you. Well, you've got the perfect show here that can get the uh, get the PR out there. But yeah. It's been very, uh, very pleasurable as far as weather-wise, but I'm going to tell you, it's took a little slap to the fish. The beginning of live bait season, which, you know, we specialize in smallmouth and largemouth, you know, it started out with a bang, and with this weather, I think it's played a huge factor on, you know, the fishing. One thing is give a lot of fishing pressure because a lot of people are, are fishing more than they are hunting or, or doing anything else because it's still so pretty. Yeah. You know, but we're still catching 30 to 35 fish a day. But when you go from 80 to 90 down to that, it's a big slap for you. Yeah. But, so even you know, though it's still, I mean, you're still, I mean, 30 fish is still awesome, but 30 fish feels like a handful of them when you've been catching 80. Well, it does. And, you know, we do six hour trips. Our expectations as guides are, are extremely high. We want customers to have a good time all day. You know, we've had some kids on some trips. We actually had a fellow guide, had a kid two weeks ago that caught a 6-1 smallmouth. Absolutely unbelievable. 10 years old. So they're there. You know, as as an older man told me years ago on crappie fishing, this is just Mother Nature's way of protecting herself. And I know it sounds a little silly. The older I get, the more I believe that. 
hunting and whatnot, you know, you have these seasons that nobody kills anything. Well, just Mother Nature's way of keeping everything safe. So, keeping everything on, on an even keel the way it's supposed to be, I guess. Two things that we are seeing that is extremely, extremely uh, important is we are catching a lot of 10 to 13-inch smallmouth. Literally, me and another guy in one month, literally, and it's not an exaggeration, we probably boated in one month two boats over a 1,000 smallmouth that was between 10 and 13 inches. That is huge for Pickwick Lake and the future that we have to keep our fisheries the way they're supposed to be. Very excited about that. Yeah, that's very encouraging. Do you think it's the weather? You know, I don't know. You know, there's so many guys. We talk on a weekly basis. Several of us guides, you just, it's like anything else. I mean, it it goes all the way back to your regular sports. You're going to have good years. You're going to have bad years. Um, We're blessed. We've had some good trips. Like I said, I stopped counting at 80 fish a day. I, I, I really don't know. I mean, it's just up and down. Tell you another thing that's coming back that a lot of people, your older listeners will know what I'm talking about, is sauger. We have got a lot of sauger that are being caught right now. You know, that's another plus. We hadn't seen that in years. When I was a kid, you could catch a lemon of sauger in one morning. We're seeing a lot, especially with a live bait. I saw a guy the other day, he had an 18-inch and a 19-inch sauger. Wow. And I'm going to tell you, a lot of these younger people don't even know what a sauger is. It's making a big comeback, too. So we're uh, we're blessed, you know, that the Game and Fish Division is noticing this. Hopefully, we'll, you know, by the time our kids get our age, that you can go out on Tennessee River and catch a limit of sauger and even walleye. We've seen a couple of, couple Which of walleye. Which is amazing. Yeah. Yes. I'm a crappie fisherman by heart, but when it comes to eating fish, you will not get a better eating fish than a sauger or a walleye. Really? You like we're, we're both of them better than crappie? Yes, sir. Wow. That's strong. Um, that's strong words there, man. That's, I, yeah. I don't think I've ever eaten either one of them, but they must be extremely good. <laughs> they are. They, um, you know, a lot of guys call them Jack. When I was growing up, you did it at night. A lot of times we're seeing a lot. A lot of guys catching these, so that's great. You know, it's just something we've had to work through. We get past this, we'll be looking for those crappie again. And uh, that's what I was fixing to yep. say. I'm sure that's fixing to be hammering. You're gonna be hammering on them pretty quick too. Yes, sir. Already starting to book trips. I actually went and bought a calendar last week for next year. Already booked several trips. Hopefully, the crappie population is is still where it was at when I left it a few months ago. I'm looking forward to, um, you know, to get back in that. Well, if you were to go out this weekend, would you, with with the live bait slowing down, would would you still go out and live bait fish for the smallmouth, or would you try to concentrate more on largemouth or crappie? I would look at my water. That's the biggest thing. We've got rain coming in tomorrow. I don't know how much. That's going to be the factor for this weekend. If we do get uh, quite a bit of rain, you know, I would go live bait fishing. If you are not comfortable, or maybe this is your first trip down here, a couple of things you need to look for. We are setting that winter pool. If you get up above what we call Singing River Bridge, which will be the last bridge you get to before the dam, be very, very careful. Again, we're at low pool. You can hit stuff up there. If you look at, I don't have a cast net, y'all catch your bait. Well, there is a store called Perkins Outdoors right there in Florence, Alabama. You can pull in there. They've got shiners. You can buy them, bring you some type of cooler or mina bucket, put your shiners in there, and you're ready to go. That's always a backup for us, too. 
if we can't get bait with that bait store being within walking distance of the boat ramp, it's really nice to be able to go down there and buy shiners if you have to. You know, I'm not going to say they hit as good as threadfin shad or yellowtails, but you but still catch you've it. got a second option. Yes, That's right. You've yes. got an option. Yeah, I would still go for it. You know, we've still got probably about three weeks. Normally, when the water temperature gets about 52 degrees, they get a little sluggish as far as, you know, the smallmouth and the largemouth on live bait. Right, And you'll have a little period there uh, where it'll get a little sluggish. Any time is a good time to go fishing. So if you're able to come down here, if you need a little information, it don't cost a thing. You're more than welcome to call one of us, and we'll point you in the right direction. Man, that's all that you offer that to people because so many people travel to the Tennessee River uh, from other parts of the states and even from, heck, from all over the country to come there and fish. And, and, you know, I totally expected to get on the phone with you today and you tell me that you're still catching 80 fish and just absolutely killing it (laughs) with this pretty weather we had. But you just don't know until you talk to somebody that's up there doing it. Well, that's a good thing about your radio show. And I'm sure you told other anglers when you started this and you even made the comment from time to time because i hear it hey if it's ugly we're going to talk about it if it's good we're going to talk about it that's right and be aware of any guys that are always catching fish because more likely they're not and they're going to tell you hey you know it's a little slow come if you want to you know or leave us your name and number and we'll call you when it picks up when it gets uh, right yeah you know you can still have a good time out here hunting season of course, as a lot of guys know, uh, this weekend, you know, that's going to cut down your crowd, which is great. You know, it's a good time to get on the lake any given time. Come up here to North Alabama, see what we have to offer. You Heck will absolutely yeah. love it. Well, you know, I got to get a tip of the day from you, and you probably already given about five or six or ten tips right there, but <laughs> just one tip if you're coming up there this weekend, what would your tip be, Brad? Well, and I've said it several times, and I always like to say it when it's this time of year, be careful. We're at winter pool. Know your electronics. If you don't know your electronics, sit back and watch. Nobody's going to say a word to you for stopping a boat and watching within a respectable distance of another angler. You can tell the difference in locals and people that are from out of town. And if you're from out of town, just be courteous and watch some of these guys and you'll see what they do, and especially if you bring a young person, be safe. Uh, This time of year, we have accidents because people come, and they don't realize how fast that current's moving. And, you know, two and a half, three miles an hour don't seem fast, but it's very fast, very fast in a boat when you're drifting. You can be around something really, really quick. You know, just be safe this time of year. It can be a little dangerous, but it's still fishable, but just be safe. Good tip, Brad. I appreciate it, brother. Hey, if somebody wants to book a trip with you uh, or call and just get some advice, so what's the best way for them to contact you? No doubt the old-fashioned way, 256-483-0834. If I don't answer, leave a message or shoot me a text, and I will get up with you before the day's up. That's the easiest way. I am on Instagram and Facebook, both under Brad Whitehead or Brad Whitehead Fishing. Really simple. Like I said, I have a lot of guys just want to answer a question or two. Give me a call or shoot me a text, and we can get you rolling. Sounds good, man. Hey, always love having you on here, brother. I appreciate the time that you give us on this show. It's always a treat and a pleasure having you on, man. And just be safe out there and, and look forward to talking to you again soon, my friend. 
we're going to have you a good report next time. So I hear you. I hear you. All right, buddy. Take care. Talk to you soon. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Let's take another minute here for our sponsors. One in four hooks in the world is made by Mustad Fishing. See why they're the best-selling hook brand in the world and enjoy 25% off your next order at mustad-fishing.com by using code GREATDAYS at checkout. And brought to you by The Hunting Exchange. In this day and age, we all know it's a struggle to sell hunting equipment on large social media platforms. And that's where the Hunting Exchange steps in. Hunting Exchange is an app for iOS and Android that gives you a one-stop shop to buy and sell your hunting gear. Whether you're looking to sell your bow, broadheads, technical apparel, stands, saddles, or anything in between, this secure platform allows you to buy and sell gear with confidence. As a buyer, each dollar you spend is insured by PayPal, and as a seller, there are no hidden charges like other platforms, and listing items are also free. Gone are the days of having listings removed from Facebook and worrying about being banned and removed from groups for wanting to sell something as simple as your bow or a knife. So head on over to the App Store or Google Play and experience a new hassle-free way to buy and sell hunting gear by downloading the Hunting Exchange app today. And brought to you by Photonist Defense is proud to offer the PD Pro line of night vision systems. The PD Pro series is the world's smallest and lightest night vision goggles built around the Photonist 16 millimeter filmless 4G image intensifier tubes and our hybrid filmless 18 millimeter image intensifier tubes. These ultralight, ultra-compact night vision systems deliver the cleanest image, best resolution, smallest, most transparent halo, and best overall performance and function of any night vision system available. The PD Pro line consists of the PD Pro M 16mm monocular, the PD Pro B 16mm binocular, and the PD Pro Q panoramic night vision system. Photonist Defense, Masters of Darkness. Welcome back to the show, guys. Great segment. Always love having Brad on here. And uh, yeah, one thing's for sure, it may have been a little slow right now, but he'll be back on them soon. But let's get to our second caller, Brent Crow. Brent, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fine, brother. Doing fine, man. Been uh, Appreciate you jumping on. Been a minute. Been looking forward to hearing from you today. I appreciate it. I tell you what, it's been been a crazy month so far. Last week, October, and until and this the first part of November, it's just been pretty crazy after the Toyota. So, but fishing's been. I mean, it's been some good fishing and a lot of smallmouth. A lot of smallmouth. You still are official or live bait? What you been doing? It's mostly been live bait. You know, they always bite live bait. That's the good thing about it. But the artificial fishing has, not, I mean, it's been tough on Pickwick. I don't know if you've, you know, if you paid much attention to the Toyota Championship, but the first couple of days, it was a struggle. And then, you know, I caught them the third day. And, and then in local tournaments since then, it's took like 16 pounds, 18 pounds. And I mean, it's uh, it's been really tough to catch them with artificials. And, and normally in the fall, it's tough, but not this tough. They run a little more water than they normally do in the fall. I mean, we've had, I don't know, every day in November that I've been up there, it's just, it winds up being a pretty awesome trip. We've had a lot of, a lot of big fish, a couple six pound smallmouth. And nice. I mean, it's been, 
it makes it easy to get up in the morning when you know what's waiting for you. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Well, you know, Pickwick has been, man, I, I'm not for sure. It's probably been the top lake in the state, it seems like, all year. Just basing that, and I, I don't have any data behind that, just from the callers that we have calling in from around the state. Pigwick's been on fire this year. I, I guess everything has to take a little bit of a lull every now and then. So, but you're still catching fish. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's days where we catch a lot of fish, and and I mean, like I said, you know, we use live bait most of the time in the fall because it is tough to catch them on artificial. We've had some days uh, on top on top water baits. It's been pretty good, but. I mean, you know, it's just fall fishing in Alabama. The whole Tennessee River is always wonderful. When it was in its prime, you you could go out there and zero in the fall. You just, you know, you get the cold fronts coming in and, you know, those bluebird days, a lot of wind and things like. So there are days when you can, you know, you, you can catch them, but it's not consistent, not every day. But but like I said, with you get those live thread fin, live gither, Chad, it's every day. It's every day then, yeah. They're always <laughs> eating. They may not always be biting. Are you mainly, are you always catching when you're, when you're live bait fishing, are you always targeting smallmouth or do you go target largemouth with live bait as well sometimes? I always target smallmouth, but I catch everything. I mean, I catch, I catch a lot of big spotted bass. We catch largemouth. I mean, you know, most, most of largemouth are going to be real shallow this time of year where it's kind of tough to throw live bait and foot or two and especially around any cover grass or wood or yeah. whatever but but you'll find you know i mean we've had in the last few weeks we've had a seven a seven pound largemouth and several six pounders and, and you know they're just in current breaks i just you know for the most part i fish a lot of current break stuff and rock piles and humps and whatever and you know it's mostly going to be smallmouth and then after that it's going to be a lot of spotted bass and then a few largemouth it seems like usually you catch a largemouth it's a pretty big one yeah, well, that's good. That's always encouraging. Uh, as as far as the 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 spotted bass fishing right now, the largemouth. You know, we know what you're doing with the with the smallmouth with the live bait, and it's always a exciting time of the year up on Pickwick to do that. But you know, for for somebody that's not smallmouth fishing, that may be spotted bass or largemouth fishing, kind of how would they need to go about this time of year targeting those fish? We know shallow more than likely, but uh, at least for the large mouth, what kind of depth are you are you fishing? What kind of lures you you think would be good right now? Most of the large mouth fishing lately has been around the grass. I mean, there's not a lot of grass this year, but there's there are some places where there's some matted hydrilla. Of course, the water is at the lowest. You know, it's winter pool already, so it's if you're going and looking for grass, you got you better be idling because it's all in the backwater stuff, a lot of stumps and all that. I mean, but you know, you're looking, you know, you catch them in a foot or uh, three foot or less for the most part, and I think a topwater's the best choice, whether it's a frog on top of the grass or a spook or a plopper or uh, something like that on the edge of the grass. I, you know, for the most part. That's what I'm I'm throwing this in the fall is some 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 type of top water. Ain't a funner way to fish for me. I love the top water stuff, especially that you know, any kind of top water, whether it's the frog or the spook or whatever it may be. That's a fun way to fish, and you usually catch some pretty good fish doing that as well. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I mean, like we had a rare day today, and we caught a bunch of smallmouth on top. And I mean, you know, there's nothing better than that. You know, it doesn't happen every day. Today was one of those cloudy days, and the conditions were right. And there's really nothing like catching smallmouth on top. But you know, other than that, I throw a spinnerbait around the grass some. 
And then, you know, on the really slow days, you got to throw the shake head and football jig a little bit. But, you know, if I'm doing that, I'm generally target smallmouth. And like I said, most of the time it's going to be in current breaks and rock piles and stuff like that. That's right. Is there a certain area of the lake that seems to be better right now? Well, I, I fish out of the lower end or I'm the upper end in Florence, uh, you know, below Wilson Dam. And I never, in the fall, I, I never get below the Natchez Trace Bridge. Of course, summertime, I don't get above the Natchez Trace Bridge. But in the in the fall, I, I stay in the river. The, you know, it's more of a river through there than it is down the lake where you've got the river channel and deeper ledges. But Florence area, Seven Mile Island, you know, it's basically a the river channel and and the river bank and you got a lot of current breaks and stuff like that so that that's the area that i always fish and that's where you're going to find the most smallmouth as well oh yeah what about on when the toyota i mean that was a big event for you guys up there what was it two weeks ago was it two one long ago october the 30th was the last day okay okay what were kind of those guys were they just fishing shallow and top water mainly the way I, yeah, from the the ones that, uh, you know, in the top 10, I think everybody else than me was fishing grass. I was the only one that went to the dam all three days. Of course, they didn't, didn't buy it at the dam the first two days, but thank goodness they did the third day. But I think for the most part, it was, you know, out of the top 10, maybe eight of them were fishing grass and one other guy was fishing current breaks. You know, it, like there's a perfect example how tough it was. The last three days, or I mean the last day out of the top 10, three limits caught so you know the the wind blew straight up the river it was a tough day and i mean thank goodness it worked out perfectly for me but not for everybody else yeah i was fixing to ask you how'd you you finish i won the 245 or 247 thousand five hundred dollars you won the thing i did dude how did i not know this how did that get by me (laughs) I, I had 23 pounds the, th- the third day, which I was, yeah, I, you know, I started the day in 10th, four pounds behind and wound up winning by four pounds. But I mean, like I said, it was a tough day and I just, everything worked out for me perfectly. I caught all the fish in an hour from, from eight o'clock to nine o'clock. I mean, I don't yep. know if I can throw out a holy shit or not on a podcast, but I'm <laughs> going to anyway. That's freaking awesome. Oh, it was, it was the most incredible I appreciate it. It's, it's been, like I said, it's just been unreal ever since then. But, like, it was the most chaotic hour of fishing I've ever had and probably ever will have because I got up, I, you know, we, we launched out of the other dam in Counts, Tennessee. And so I had about almost an hour drive. And I got up there and, and I looked and saw what they were running and the conditions were right. Finally, for the first time all fall, and for the next hour, I caught one or lost one or had one miss it. It seemed like every cast, and and like uh, then they wound up and turned turned the water up at, at nine o'clock. But I, by then I had twenty three pounds, and I didn't even fish the rest of the day. I just I tried to help my co angler and ease back in that rough water. So make sure going I got into back the last day, going into the last day, where were you sitting? So I wound up tied for 10th and won the tiebreaker to fish the, to be 10th instead of 11th on the heaviest one-day weight for the, between me and Randy Blockett. So I wound up 10th. I go into the day three pounds, 14 ounces behind first place, and then I caught 23. And, I, and like I said, there are only three limits caught. So Good night, man. Well, I know leading <laughs> up to this thing, me and you had been talking, and I know you had been going and fishing, trying to qualify for this thing. Cause right. You were like, I know it's at Pickwick. I got a good <laughs> chance to win this dang thing. 
and uh, it's my home. Yeah. And so you did what you need. You you obviously you did what you needed to do. You qualified, and then you brought it home, man. That is awesome. I'm so tickled for yeah, you. Yeah, it was. It was. I appreciate. I mean, I've had and I've heard from so many people and all. I mean, it's it's been a great experience and and like. But I put more effort. You know, I went to New York twice and and Washington. DC to the Potomac to yep. to qualify and, and I put more time and effort in to get here than any trail I've ever fished. I mean, it was like the whole thing. I mean, like I had to, cause I knew what would happen or if the conditions were right. And then the entire fall, the conditions were not right. They ran too much water the whole time. And then finally that third day or the, you know, the third day, the last day, I got an hour to do what I, I knew I could do and it worked out and, and then like today was the first day since then I could catch him like that. I mean, like, you know, it, a lot of everything had to line up perfectly for me to win that tournament. And it did. So and it did, man. I'm, I'm thankful. <laughs> so when you win, I mean, obviously that's not just a, a great paycheck. I mean, that goes without saying since the tournament, how has things changed for you? How do you anticipate them changing? That's a game changer. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, I've heard from so many people. I mean, people that won the Bassmaster Classic text me and stuff. And, you know, obviously I got bragging rights on on my buddies now. I mean, that's a big thing. But, I mean, just the, you know, the prestige and all that. And what's amazing is this is only the second year the Toyota Championship has paid that much. And so the only tournaments that pay more are the Classic and then the FLW or MLF you know, Red Crest or in the Cup, whatever. So if you add it up over the history of bass fishing, there's only like 50 people that's ever won this much money in one tournament. So that's pretty, you know, that's pretty good company to be in. And I'm probably the worst fisherman of all of them, but I mean, I don't care. I'll take it, obviously. Heck yeah. <laughs> you know, it'll definitely like next year, like paying entry fees for the Opens or the Toyotas is not, you know, if I don't get a check, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going back to the North Division and Toyotas. And I mean, if I don't get a check, it's not, it don't kill me now where, you know, you get that a little stability or a little makes it easier to go fish to, and not worrying about, oh, I've got to get a check or whatever. And, you know, I've had everybody ask me about guiding. But you know, if I've gotten more calls and whatever, and sure. like I don't have any open days the rest of the year, and I've had a few calls from probably because of it, but it's not like I could take anybody else. This yeah, year, you're already so else. booked up with that, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, like next year, I mean, I mean, I don't have trouble booking all I want to book, so it's not that. And but you know, it's it's the notoriety and and the and the publicity i mean obviously is is pretty cool and who knows what it leads to in the future i mean i know that there's probably a lot of people that that know my name now that didn't before that, you know in the industry and whatever but well, i don't know if it leads to anything uh, or, well, and hopefully it leads to, you know, some sponsorships, some additional sponsorships and things like that should you would think would come with that as well so that's that's awesome dude hey just go just man just just take it all take all your winnings drive over to mississippi and put it all on black just see what happens <laughs> see if we can double it turn it into a half a million <laughs> yeah. just put it on black just don't tell you just don't tell you why right. <laughs> you know like i have everybody's like well you, you bought anything you know and i'm you blown it yet and i'm like i don't think i like i bought a new cast net the other day yeah and like, 
Yeah, I've had. I mean, like it took me like three days to put, put the check in the bank because I I got every day and I've been so busy. And then I just, I mean, I hadn't had time. I've got a vacation scheduled in late December or mid December, you know. And until then, it's just guys fish every day. And the one thing that that my one splurge is going like I, I've been wanting to do it and didn't think I'd ever do it, but now I'm like I'm doing it. Screw it. But like you can fly in a in a jet fighter plane. What <laughs> in Florida? Yeah. So I, so it, like it, it's it's obviously you can't fly in a, in a sure. U.S. military F fifteen or F sixteen, which is what I'd love to do. But they have there's about four places around the country: California, Texas, and I think Michigan and Florida, where you can actually ride in a a jet fighter. Like it was a, a L thirty nine Albatross. If that you know, I'm going to do that in in uh, when I when I go to Florida in December. That's going to be my one thing to do. I've been wanting to do it for a long time, and now it's like, yep, I'm doing it. That'll be <laughs> awesome, man. That'll be so much fun. Yeah. That'll be so much. Oh yeah, fun. seventy miles an hour in bass boats ain't going to be nothing compared to six hundred miles in the fighter plane. No, no, that's going to be that's going to be intense. That'll be yep. intense. Well, man, I, 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 that's awesome. I'm, I'm tickled to death for you. I'm proud for you. And, uh, man, that's, uh, now, I don't know how you missed that, <laughs> I, man. I'm going to tell you, my world has been crazy the last few weeks. I, well, I've been up in, I've been up in Kentucky hunting, sitting in a tree stand. I so I with no internet for several days. And hey, I, I don't know how I missed that. I really don't. Uh, I, I need to pay attention, I guess. Oh, I know how I'm is. running and gunning so much. I'm never watching TV. The, the TV shows will be on in January. Sometimes what they said. So, well, good. Of course, man. I, you know, the, the, I had, I was in tent. They had six cam video cameras. So they put them with the top six. And so then they didn't give any of it on video. None of it. No. <laughs> oh man, they, they messed I told him. I told him. I said, "I bet y'all have ten cameras next year." Dang right, <laughs> have at least one on everybody. Oh, good stuff, man. Yep. Good stuff. Well, hey, before I let you go, man, I I, I got to get a tip of the day from you. So if somebody's coming up and uh, fishing this weekend, what tip would you? I would definitely say to uh, either if you don't know how to throw a cast net either learn how or or you can buy shiners at, at tackle store around right there at McFarland Park. But uh live bait's the way to go right now for sure. And yeah, you know, I fish with an eight pound test, spinning rod, little split shot, number six bait holder hook. Like I said, just you can drift in the current, fish current breaks, whatever, but that's definitely the best way to catch them right now. Good stuff, man. Well, we appreciate you. Uh I know that you uh like you just said, you you booked book solid through the rest of the year but but if people are listening they want to start thinking about their springtime trip and, and booking a trip with you for next year what's the best way for them to contact you either look me up on facebook or north com. good stuff man hey congrats again man thank you for calling thank you. and i look forward to talking to you again soon brother thank you i appreciate it all right take care we'll let's take just a minute and hear for this week's sponsors Fishing Chaos invites all high school and college and social fishing teams to create a free team or club on the Fishing Chaos platform. Clubs can hold tournaments within the high school team or invite rival clubs and teams to compete in CPR, which is catch photo release events, as well as live weigh-in events as Fishing Chaos supports most any tournament format. The addition of the new Fishing Chaos Club Management Platform allows teams and clubs to easily communicate with their members about upcoming events. 
It automates the tracking of angler of the year or team of the year series standings and collects all angler results. If you're interested in setting up a free team or club or in hosting a tournament on the Fishing Chaos app, please contact Fishing Chaos today at fishingchaos.com or call Jesse Wilson at 256-508-1853. And brought to you by MB Ranch King hunting blinds and feeders are built to last right here in the USA. With durability and convenience in mind, MB Ranch King's maintenance-free blinds are built and constructed with high-grade steel and come in a variety of sizes to meet any hunter's needs. We also offer high-quality, easy-to-use corn and protein feeders that can be filled with both feet on the ground. Call Kevin today for more information or get a quote at 205-807-2937. MB Ranch King, built in the pursuit of perfection. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. Hey, that was a great segment. Uh, man, Brent just won in the Toyota Championship. What a thrill for him. And I uh, loved having him on here and sharing that story with us. But uh, well, that's enough from the bass fisherman. Let's talk, to, let's talk to the man that puts the fish in the boat down in Eufaula, Alabama, Captain Tony Adams. Tony, how are you doing, my friend? Great, brother. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I've been looking forward to hearing hearing how you how the crop you're doing down in New Fall. I know that you've been struggling all year catching fish, right? <laughs> yes, sir. It's been tough. <laughs> yeah, y'all know that's a lie. If y'all seen the pictures that we posted, Tony's, y'all know I'm lying. He ain't never struggling to catch fish. I don't think <laughs> it's been really good. Like I say, you know, we're getting some cooler weather. Um, you know, the cooler weather, you know, you're kind of getting into those winter months where, you, where you're getting some wind, you know, some, some cold mornings. Uh, most of the days it is warming up, and, you know, the fish is, this weekend, they really did good. There was ice on the boat dock when we went to it on Sunday. The bite's a little, little tender right now. You know, like I say, you, you really have to take, take that bait and put it in, the, in front of them. If you've been a fishing or jig fishing, you know, like I say, you would just barely want to move that jig or barely move that minnow this time of the year because they're not just real aggressive. The ones we've been catching is in eight to 12 foot of water. They're waiting on those warmer when that day warms up a little bit. Those shads mainly in the creeks. So we're having more luck in the creeks now than we are on the main channels. So the crappies following those shads. So as the shad starts moving up in the creeks, those crappies, you know, going gonna go after the baits which you know like i say right now they're in the creeks been some pretty good fish good healthy fish you know when that sun starts warming up it gets a little warmer you know they start getting a little more aggressive but usually first thing in the morning they're they're a little slow because you know it, it's cooled off overnight oh, that's a good um, thing because i kind of like to sleep in every now and then tony so that means i can get a little later start and still be in good shape <laughs> a little later start and like i say two things that i really have don't like fish in is really muddy water and real strong winds but usually when i do do that on strong winds then i will play the wind in my advantage so if the wind's blowing from the east you know i'll try to fish the east bank or if the wind's blowing from the west i'll fish the west bank so that the bank will kind of not make it so windy in the area that i'm fishing so i mean there is ways to get out of the wind but as far as you know the code i mean you just kind of have to have to get your teeth and but as soon as the sun comes up you know it kind of gets pretty pretty warm yeah well you know the like the like the bass fisherman 
you know, that we've had on this week, the first two callers, it kind of seems like it's a little bit, I don't know, you know, they're talking about kind of like this fall lull that the, that the large mouth and the spots and, and the small mouth are in right now up in, in North Alabama. And, um, kind of happens every year uh in the fall there it seems to be there's a little little dry you know little, slows down doesn't stop but kind of slows down a little bit do you see that is that whole true with crappie or is or do they stay pretty pretty hot i mean the pictures you just sent me obviously they're hot right now but yes sir but you know like i say early in the morning you know in the morning times there is a lull but it's kind of slow you'll catch Catch a few and move to another hole, catch a few more, move to another hole, catch a few. But as soon as that sun starts coming up, that water starts getting a little warmer, you know, from the day's heating, you'll pull up in one spot and it's just as fast as you can drop it down there because that, you know, like I say, that water temperature's heated up. Mm, you know, it's, yeah. You, most, right now, it's the mouth of the creeks really where, you know, we're having our best looks is in the mouth of the creek where. The creek swarms up a lot faster than the main water because it's it's shallow water and mm-hmm. you don't have that water movement that's going down the main channel. So, but as the day gets a little more heat on the water and it warms that water up, the crappy bite does get a lot better than it does, you know, in the in the early morning. It's a low compared to you know a, a real summertime fishing where you know it's just as fast as you can drop the hook in the water. You know, you got a fish. It it, it is a little slower than that, but they have still been good. You're still so the, catching a fish. You just kind of got to wait till it warms up a little, and then and then fish maybe maybe a little slower. That's right. Yeah, you got to slow that bait down this time of year. Are you? Uh, have you changed your colors up any? Right now, the colors is pretty much still the same. On Lake Eufaula here, the water's it's stained a little bit. It's not muddy. You know, it's good color. Fishing with many different colors. I mean, we are still fishing with the lighter colors. You know, the snot rocket. You know, which is a white yellow chartreuse. You know, which is one of my favorite. And you know, like I say, my I like my orange and pink heads this time of year when the bite's really slow. You, you know, you got your eye jigs that you can put on. You know, you put your crappy niblets in the in the eyes. You know, gives you a little sin in the water. You know, that helps out a lot when the bite's slow. But you know, like I say, you really want to move that jig really slow right now because they're they're not real aggressive. You know, they're you kind of have to, have to put it right in front of their eyes. Right. Well, you're still catching them. That's the main thing. That's for sure. Um, and it sounds like, I mean, you follow just such a good fishery for the bass and the crappie. And, and man, you got this, you got this thing figured out down there. No, no doubt about it. Last question. As the year and the water temperature continues to cool off, I mean, we got another cool, cold front. In fact, <laughs> I walked in Walmart a while ago. It was 72 and walked out and it was 65. And it's probably in the fifties now. So we got this cold front coming through. It's going the water temperature is going to continue to drop. Is there a time coming up where you're going to see another change as far as pattern, or is this pretty much the pattern they're going to be in uh, until spring? No, I mean as as the water starts turning cooler here on Lake Eufaula, what happens is most of those fish is going to go back to the to the deeper water, which is more kind of like a summer pattern. You know, they're going to go back to that 15, you know, 18, 20 foot of water. You know, they'll sit there around the brush pile. You know, they're feeding up right now to store up, you know, fat for the winter. So a lot of those will go back to that deeper water. Still can catch them up in the creeks, in the mouths of the creeks, because, you know, based on the water temperature, because those sunny, warm days, that upper part of that water is going to heat up quite a bit from the sun if it's a real sunny day you know it's going to heat up towards the top you know maybe in three or four foot of water 
and those crappie will come right up to the top and start chasing those shad and feeding. But in most cases, when the water temperature really starts getting cool, you're going to see you crappie going feeling like you fall. Yeah, they're going deep. That's right. And that's, yeah. And then you just have to really put that bait in their face then, too, because they're not real aggressive. They may sit there and look at it five yeah. minutes before they decide they, they want to bite it. You know, That's I mean, right. But, yeah. you, but it you can, can still be good, season. though. It can still be good all it can still be good all winter. Still, yes, sir. Could be good all winter long. You know, the bite's just a little slower. You just have to be a little more patient. That's right. Well, if somebody was coming up this weekend, next few days, next week to go, you fall and try to catch a, catch some crappie, what would your tip of the day be? Well, you know, I, I'd, I'd say, you know, find you some, with the temperature like it is right now, I'd find some 8 to 12 foot of water, brush piles, you know, drop that minnow, that jig down in the brush pile and work it really slow. There you go, man. Great tip. If somebody wants to uh, book a trip with you, guys, I urge you to do so. Y'all probably, you're going to learn a ton about catching these crappie and you're going to have a great trip with a great guy. So if somebody wants to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to do that, Tony? Tony Adams, they can call me up on my cell, 334-695-3003. That's uh, 334-695-3003. Or you can get me through Facebook under Tony Adams. You know, we'll go out there and tear some lips up. I know y'all do that now. I, if y'all see these pictures, guys, y'all look <laughs> on our Facebook. You'll see where we post them. But uh, <laughs> you, y'all tearing the lips up. Ain't no doubt about it. And uh, t- tearing that skillet up, too, I imagine. So, hey, man, we appreciate it as always. Look forward to having you on again soon, I'm sure. And uh, be safe out there, brother. And we'll talk to you next time. Okay. Y'all have a great weekend. All right. Same to you. All right. Thanks. All right, guys. Let's take another minute here from one of our sponsors. Boaters List is your new reliable and fast resource designed to link everyone to everything on the water. If you own or run a boat, you know how difficult it can be to find the right company for the task at hand. Boaters List makes it easy to find the service you're looking for. Locate anything from fuel docks to service repairs or rentals of large yachts or even paddle boats and all things in between at BoatersList.com. They will always strive to make it better on the water. And brought to you by NorthAlabama.org. Are you looking for a real adventure? Whether you are experienced or just a weekend angler looking to land a big one, North Alabama is the place to go for your next fishing expedition. North Alabama is home to eight picturesque lakes, Pickwick, Wilson, Wheeler, Weiss, Smith, Neely Henry, Lake Gunnersville, and Bear Creek Lakes. Each lake is well-stocked with a variety of fish, and in North Alabama, fishing is great year-round. For more information, visit www.northalabama.org and click on Plan to download a North Alabama fishing guide. All right, guys, welcome back. Hey, great show today. I mean, man, I always love having Tony on. This guy catches crappie like nobody's business. He really, really does. I've learned a ton from him just having him on the show. And then, my goodness, man, having Brent on and and I was just coming off a, a win for Toyota Series. Man, coming back with a big payday. What a great, great segment he had. And then, man, started it off with a great segment with Brad Whitehead, too. Love Brad, one of our favorite guests on here for sure. Uh, whether it's for crappie or for largemouth or smallmouth, Brad, Brad's good at getting it done. So appreciate all our hosts being on today. And, guys, 
that is going to be a wrap for this week's show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please take a minute to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review wherever you listen. And if you'd like us to email you the show, all you got to do is text the word fishing to 314-665-1767 and we will email you the show each and every week. Y'all stay safe on the water, guys. Look forward to talking to you next week. This week's Alabama Freshwater Fishing Report was brought to you by Southeastern Pond Management. If you want to grow big fish or healthier fish or just get your lake in better shape, call Southeastern Pond Management. You can call Norman Latona at 205-288-1371 or just look them up, southeasternpondmanagement.com and, and give Norman a call. And brought to you by BM Pole Company is more than just panfish. Check out their Sam Super Salt series designed for shallow water fishing for trout and redfish at BNMPoles.com. And brought to you by OutdoorAlabama.com. That's where I learned the basics of how to hunt and fish, including what's in season and which license to buy. Learn more at OutdoorAlabama.com. Go hunt, go fish, get outdoors. This message was brought to you by the Alabama Department of Conservation and Natural Resources. And brought to you by Bucks Island. Bucks Island has been in business since 1948 for all of your new and used boat needs, as well as motor sales and services, and now they have a pro-level tackle store. Boat and motor trade-ins are welcome. Visit them online at BucksIslands.com or give them a call at 256-442-2588. And by Fish Bites, ready to go when you are, regardless of when you're ready to go fishing. This bait stays on the hook and the fish stay on the bait. Check them out, fishbites.com.